Davis Alexander. Shabbat for three. Bang! Oh! Go get it for the win. Got it! He is hard to believe. Here's Jordan. Yes! Commanding a 360 turn with the ribbon. Commanding down the middle. Gets underneath the worthy. Slam dunk. Third in the corner. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another 2022 NBA Finals post-game recap live here on Dime Dropper, coming to you from Los Angeles, California on one end and St. Louis, Missouri on the other end. When I'm joined by for the final time this season, I'm going solo the rest of the way. Final time, sadly for his C's on a loss. My man, oh, the great. Before we get into it, though, please make sure to subscribe on YouTube at Dime Dropper Podcast. Follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and of course, also on social media at Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at Dime Dropper Pod. My man, oh, I'm going to let you vent it out for a second before we start getting into it. Yeah, before, go for it. Thank you, sir. Uh, I'm sad that this is our last one, <laughs> to be and honest with you. Last one of the season, not the last one ever, of course. Mr. Cheese Dip, you got that right. Mr. Cheese Dip, you are so right. I hate that we have to we have to think like that. But yeah, man, this is uh anyway, to the people on Spotify and Apple Podcast, Mr. Cheese Dip is a is a commenter right now and he's saying season seven. So there you go. So, yep, my, my my bad. Thank you for uh, for saying that for the people that couldn't read it. Yeah, man, this was uh this was one of okay, first off, not to mention that you're seven and oh when it when it comes uh in this postseason after losses, not to not to mention the fact that you haven't lost a game a back-to-back game with Tatum in the lineup since January 19th and 21st. You haven't done that since January, six freaking months ago. And you just, uh, you, you, uh, you lose this game. Now, granted, there was a lot of phantom calls, a lot of phantom calls, a lot of flop calls, a lot of non calls, a lot of stuff that went, uh, the win against the seas. I'm just going to say it. Um, you know, the NBA won in seven games. I think it was a clear and present danger that to see that the NBA won in seven games. It just it just definitely looked like it. I mean, these calls that that Mark Davis are made that, that he's making like this dude. I've hated him since a, a, being a ref since Rondo was with us. More than like, Tony it, Brothers. And not Tony, Tony Brothers was bad, but Mark Davis especially. Like Mark Davis used to like he did whatever it was. Oh wow, this this jacket that uh, JB has on the post game presser is sick. But whatever whatever it was with Rondo and and, Tony, and Mark Davis, he did not like him, and he would screw Rondo over, and he would screw over Celtics. And that's kind of what I saw tonight. I saw a lot of that, but. And to compound us getting screwed over by phantom calls, we're missing open shots. Derek White can't hit nothing. He's and, and, and late late in the game, he's scared to shoot. JT couldn't hit nothing until it was the third quarter. JB, I don't know how JB had 18 points. JT, I, no, I would correct that. JT started hitting in the end of the first quarter, actually. He was the fir- remember in the beginning he didn't score, and then he came in and scored six points in a row to yeah, end the quarter. Good. And then second quarter, he started hooping. Yeah, he, he did, and he he, 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 he hooped for the second and third quarter, but not the first and fourth. That's really yeah. And it's he, but to me, he did most of his damage in the third, and they still yeah uh, for sure they Three still right. You know what I'm saying? And they still uh, uh, lost that quarter because they what is it? They were uh, uh, no, you guys who, won that quarter comfortably, thirty five twenty four. We may have won the quarter, but who had the lead at the end of it? Dubs did. They did. Three buzzer beater. Yeah, I want to say though. Yeah, my God. I want to say before we start breaking it down. The thing about the fouls thing is I agree that in the fourth quarter, especially 
it seemed like the Celtics were not getting the benefit of the calls. Tatum and Jalen were getting nothing. The whole game. But, but here's the thing, though. Let's, 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 we have to address something. The, the Warriors fans will say that the Celtics shot 32, 31 free throws to the Warriors' 15. Yeah. They committed 28 fouls. Celtics committed 16. Answer that. Yeah. I mean, I get that. Um, we did go to the line more than they did. We could not hit free throws tonight. Um, you know, that sometimes it's like that. We but did go to the rack more than they did. That's for sure. I agree yeah, with that. We, we, uh, we went to the free throw line more than they more than they did, but we just couldn't hit free throws. But it's not it's not the number of times you go to the free throw line to me that that um, that can really swing a game. It's the simple – it's the call that in the third quarter, in the second quarter, in the first quarter, that's not a significant part of the game. That quarter that can swing momentum. That, I mean, that call, that call that can swing momentum. Those those are the non-calls that we had. Like that one call with, with, with Gary – I think this was the second quarter. Gary Payton's uh, bringing the ball up the court. And what is it? Uh, Grant Williams is on the side of him. And they call a foul on Grant Williams, and this fool trips over his fucking self. Like, good God, no, 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 no. Gary Payton, Gary Payton. Yeah, like Glove Jr. did that shit. Like, that was sad as hell. Like, that that is the type of shit right there that will switch momentum and change momentum for teams. And you, th- those non-calls or those bad calls are what can kill you, especially on the road, especially. So what I'm saying, too, is so this goes to sh- back to one of my original, you know, things I always say on, on my show to my subscribers. Watch the fucking games. The box score can always be misleading. Always. Yes. And uh, just because you shoot more free throws, just like O said, doesn't mean that the rest are more friendly to you. You have to contextualize the game and watch it and see how it goes. And I think personally that as normal, as normal finals tradition, the home team got a better whistle despite the free throw count. That being said, is that the reason why the Celtics lost? Hell no. I don't think so. We're going to get into it, though. Starting with the first quarter, the Warriors threw the first punch. Their defense, again, same lineup as the first as the game four. Looney not starting, Otto Porter starting. They were switching basically everything except for Steph in the first quarter. Was doing a little bit of hedge recover, but it slowly became everybody was sw- switching on everybody basically. Right. And but the Warriors did a really good job of just fighting through the screens, talking through everything. They were making a clear effort to run you guys off the three point line. Clear effort. And that's why a big reason to me why you guys didn't hit your first three till late in the second quarter. And their closeouts were sharp. Their help defense was really good. Even when Steph, who was the, is the weak link in that starting lineup defensively, when he gets beat. And by the way, I still think he played solid defense, except when he was guarding the Jays. But when he got Steph, I was saying he played good defense to me when he wasn't guarding uh, the Jays. Like he took Mm -hmm. some nice shots to the chest when guys were driving, being strong. And moving his feet, he even created a couple like a turnover on Jalen Brown in the fourth quarter. Stripped him, I think. Could have been a foul though. That's one of those plays that you know. Yeah, that's one of them right there. But but at the same time though, you got to give Steph credit to me for being you know physical and like if the refs don't call it, refs don't call it. Like yeah, and especially when you've had uh, ball control issues uh, throughout this postseason. Especially Brown, in, the last, in the last two rounds, especially against Miami and against Golden State. So, yeah, that, that call could have gone either way. But I, I bet you money if you clo- if you did a close-up on it, he probably got fouled. But, yeah, you're yeah. right. But And then just overall, I thought, though, even when Steph got beaten by the, Jay, by, by the Jays, Draymond, Wiggins, Looney, these guys were – especially well, Looney was in foul trouble really early. But mainly Wiggins and Draymond, their help defense was so sharp. And the Warrior guys were just rotating, closing out well and being physical. And a big – Plus for the Warriors in the beginning was the start for Draymond Green. He's had such a tough series, 
But for him to get a couple assists and then a pass from Curry on the drive, then right after that, a fake handoff for a dunk, that made it 12-4. to I know it's really early at that point, but how did you feel when you saw Draymond start to get going and think maybe if he has a good game, we're in trouble? I, you know, um, I wasn't too too scared. I'm not going to front. That first three that he took uh, at the three-point line, he was super open. He was butt open like he's but he been. Sh- and he shot it with confidence, which I remember yeah. thinking that was a good sign. Exactly, he and he shot it with confidence. I was like, oh, shit, don't let him heat up, and he bricked that. So I was like, okay, good. Keep letting him shoot. And I love that Otto, they were letting Otto Porter shoot because Otto Porter was missing shots. But Dr- Draymond, if, if for somebody – and again, like which, uh, to your point, which you just made, watch the game, folks. Watch the game because you look – Look at my man's box score, eight points. What is it? Six fouls out of another game. First first uh, player since Dale Davis 22, uh, 20 years ago. Uh, no, I'm sorry, 22 years ago to fall out of uh, three different finals games. Oh you know, God. say it was Draymond did. It was the saddest thing. Dale Davis probably he's playing against freaking Shaq. Yeah, exactly. So that's why he filed out. And that's another uh, series that had horrible calls just for one team. But we're not going to get into that. And he only had – he was only three for six. Really? He took what? We talking about fakers got all those calls in that series. What you talking about? Not the Pacers series. I was thinking the King series. Oh yeah, well King series definitely, and then the Pacers series they got that, and then what was it? Uh, and then when the when the Blazers played them in the Western Conference Final the fi- following year, they got all the calls there. You, you don't want to go there, Donnie. All right, keep going. Well, I have, watch, <laughs> I have to watch them. I have to watch them. You trust me. They got all oh my all the calls. You're gonna see Scotty Pippen was pissed. He broke some stuff leaving that game. He was so mad. But it's just like, yeah, my man only had like eight points, but he had those eight boards were crucial. And the plays that he like he even made, even though you know his coach talking about him and his mama talking about him and all this other stuff and everybody uh killing Draymond, he played good at the end of game four. He played good enough to, that they made plays that aren't on a box score for them to win that game. And he did the same, he did the same thing today. What I had for uh for my notes from from uh first quarter, I mean it was simple, man. Dubs had a good start, but C stayed with him. You know, the Celtics stayed with him, even though their offense struggled, uh, which was just a sad sight. I just knew they were just gonna come out firing, but their offense struggled. Yeah, so Tatum, I mean Tatum especially in the beginning of the game. God, so bad. And then uh what was the other thing? Turnovers. They had a million fucking turnovers in the damn first quarter. Like, it was so many goddamn turnovers. So that's what, I mean. Some of them they, unforced. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like, stuff like their own, you know, their own fault uh, turnovers. I remember the was, first one was Tatum just driving. And this was the only time he drove, really, it felt like in the first couple minutes. And just threw the ball out of bounds, like, very early in the game with a right-handed try to swing it to the corner. And I also thought the Warriors' d- defense, just especially in the defense. first quarter, did a really good job of staying in front of the ball, just straight up guarding their man. They're going to force a lot of iso ball because they switch a lot. And and you guys, obviously, you know what you're going to do is I was really interested to see how you guys would guard Curry this game. And in the beginning, Curry didn't really look to get on the ball that much. I think it was maybe by design that they let other guys get going. You saw Clay get into a mid-range. Clay hit a three. He had five points in the first quarter. And Curry wasn't really getting that many looks. And all the jumpers he was shooting, I don't think I don't even know if he made a jumper tonight. Like every shot was short, which tells me his legs were probably a little bit gassed. He's also putting him in the action on defense a lot. Yes, yeah. So I thought that you guys and Smart did a pretty good job denying the ball from Curry. So, but I thought he did a good job of not of letting of letting him uh, play. Well, what do you think? I, 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 what I'm thinking is, well, I don't know why uh, why JT has a Tiger shirt on uh, in this post game presser, but okay, that's fine. Um, I I didn't I was disappointed with Marcus. Um, you know, I think his shot selection was bad again, but he hit crucial ones that we needed. But him, he must be, I mean, not must be. You literally have a severe, a, a violent uh, 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 ankle uh, 
ankle sprain, uh, what is it, in the round uh, before this in the Eastern Conference Finals, you shouldn't be even walking on that foot, let alone playing on it. So you can tell because his defense was almost non-existent in the, in the fourth quarter. It, it was just like he was just always playing catch-up on whoever he was guarding, be it Clay, Steph, and whoever. And, and Steph couldn't even hit a three. Like, how many – whoever whoever bet the under on Steph hitting threes – like just made made a ton of money tonight because it, I bet you the under was probably for like threes four, for Steph maybe? had had to be four or five you know what I'm saying and if you bet the under you did it and then if you made another crazy bet because you could get these prop bets that he would hit no threes no threes from Steph Steph Curry I mean I mean that was great but it's just I was disappointed by um, by Marcus's defense I, I just expected more out of Depoy I really did I feel you Time Lord was the only player. Or I'm sorry, Time Lord and Al are the ones that weren't switching to perimeter players. But other than that, you guys switch everything off ball or on, uh, especially Jalen and, and Tatum switching. If, if people are sending screens for those guys, they switch on because they're versatile that way. Mm-hmm. But another guy that got the – because the Warriors won the first quarter 27-16. Tatum didn't score until he came back into the game after his little break. And that was the only break I think he got the whole game. Right. Um, right. He played 44 minutes out of 48. So he four minutes. He came back in and started hitting, hit a nice turnaround. And got to the basket and had six points in a row to end the quarter. But you guys were down 27 to 16 after the first. And one of the biggest reasons that was a thing was Andrew Wiggins. Again, he was the man. He started early. Mid-range turnarounds over both shoulders. I think he had one over each shoulder. And, you know, being around the basket, finishing, cutting. The Warriors just move off the ball so well. You know, everybody moves off the ball. It's unbelievable. He clowned like – I'm sorry. I don't mean to cut you off. No, I'm saying they're up 11 after one. Go for it. Bro, Wiggs, this was Wiggs' game. Like, this was yeah, the Wiggs' game. He had a great game last game, too. Like, good God. But this one right here, it was just like he he did everything they wanted him to do. He played immaculate defense on the Jays. He scored when they needed him to score. He was aggressive when they needed him to be aggressive. He made the little plays that, that you need to win a game when it, when it was needed. He, I mean, he was just – he, the, 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 Wiggs was like Visa. He was everywhere you want to be. Every everywhere you want your player to be, that was Wiggs tonight, man. Like I'm, I'm surprised the man only had 26 points, 12 or 23 shooting. I mean, he didn't make a three, but goddamn, 13 boards. I mean, I, I, I he he had the game. He had the game that everybody said he was gonna have, and that he's been leading up to. That's why he was an All Star. Uh, what is it as a starter uh, on the All Star team the first time this year? I mean. Golden State does this. I mean, they're a championship caliber team for nothing. They're, they're, they're a championship caliber team for something. If you can make JaVale McGee a fucking a champion and make him very, very hey, good JaVale at this job. JaVale McGee won a championship here in Los Angeles, too. He's not bad. Yeah, but he won it with them first. Yeah. <laughs> he learned yeah. how to win with Golden State. Golden State taught him that. And, man, just so much props for him because he, he did his thing. But, yeah, second quarter, man, it was like more of the same. Uh, C's jumped out. Uh, Golden State jumped out. You know, they had a lead. But the thing that I like, you know, uh, uh, Boston made some stops. You know, they made yeah, some stops. They made some scores. Definitely yeah. more ball pressure in the second. Cut the lead down to eight points. You, you were know. down 24 to eight. I want to make that. That was the big – I think that was the largest lead they had before, like, I think they made their run at the end. But in that first half, the largest lead was 24 to eight. And that's why I said Tatum kind of did a good job of – when he started getting going at the end of the first quarter, because Jalen had started cooling down. He was bricking. And um, you guys, so at least had a little bit of momentum going into this. Wait, 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 not twenty-four points to our eight points. 
They were no. up 24 to 8, I thought, in the beginning of the game. No, they didn't go up that high. Like, they went up. Really? But they okay, didn't... I'm going to look it up yeah. right now. Yeah, check that out because they didn't go up that high. 24 to 8. I know. I wrote it down. 24 to 8. 24 to 8? Yeah, with 223 to go in the in the first quarter. So, oh, they did that. And then um, Looney had three fouls, by the way. So, he came in for Otto Porter and had three quick fouls. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if you know if he picked up another one the rest of the way. Let me take a look right now. I want to say. Five. He had five fouls. He had five fouls. So, he did pick up three fouls right away. You saw the Warriors go with Andre Iguodala for four minutes. Didn't even get a shot off. Had a donut. Mm. and But mainly, Gary Payton, the second, who played 26 minutes. Poole with 14. And Looney were the main subs. And then Nemanja Bielitsa actually played five minutes. But you could see that he couldn't guard Marcus Smart. You guys were in the second quarter. You guys went at that matchup, and they took him out of the game. Remember that? Yeah, and, and Smart couldn't. Um, I, again, I think he's he has to be hobbled by injury because he was not playing, you know, normal depoy minutes. Uh, he didn't give us normally what he gives us. Forty minutes? What do you think about forty minutes? That's a lot. No, I mean, I you're 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 playing a lot of minutes. You know, you're doing that, but you're not usually you're not giving us what you normally give us. What he gave us tonight was turnovers. Uh, untim- 20, 20 points on efficient shooting, but four turnovers more than it, twice as many turnovers as assists. Exactly. Uh, to me, he gave us turnovers. Um, the shooting could have been better, but better. But what I count on, uh, on Marcus is like Marcus could even bring the ball up the court. Did you see how many times JT was bringing the ball up the court? And I didn't understand that to me. Cause that's more way. That's more work for Jason. Like Jason, yeah, needs- they, probably, they probably need to give it to a smart to bring up the ball and run some more plays as the ball handler next game for sure. Yeah, I, in my opinion. Right, like I, to, to me, it was either it was either a smart was hurt or um, I don't know. Like let's get let's have JT run it up. Let's let's make JT as tired as possible because he has to bring the ball up, uh, decipher where to where to go with it, take a shot or drive. And, and what was he doing more often? He was he was taking too many shots, and the shots he was taking they were wide open threes. But man, can you please kind of force the issue, JT, and go to the cup? Like we've been over this. Like it, to me, it wasn't as bad as Game Four, but it was close. It was close because I mean, he just I, to me, he took too many threes. I think he took too many threes this game. But second quarter, man, um, he shot well from three though in this game. Tatum, I mean, he he did like what, what was uh five for nine. Damn it, I feel like he also can get discouraged when he doesn't get calls. But him missing four free throws is whack. I just I just looked at that two for six is weak. I mean, good guy like JB missed almost every free throw. He missed free throws. Like, I didn't understand. He was 8 for 10 tonight, JB. Say what? He was 8 for 10 tonight, at least, JB. For free throw? Yeah, for free throw. Whoa, I thought for sure it was more than that. JT that missed four. Four out of the 10. So, I I also want to talk about. So, yeah, second quarter, as you mentioned, you guys tightened up the the ball pressure. And you started to see in that first kind of couple minutes with the Warriors had Steph on the bench. They were struggling, Mm -hmm. obviously, naturally with their best player out of the game to get better shots. Jordan Poole was still creating some decent looks, but you guys were doing a pretty good job. And Draymond, you know, had a nice take to the basket on Derek White where he pressured him at half court. He went between his legs and shot a floater. That was like one of his more impressive plays of the series. Yeah. That was nice, but I, a play I remember is six fifteen left in the second quarter when he flops with the ball. JB makes a play on it, and normally, if this is JB, if it's Dre doing it, I remember they don't. JB got picked up a foul when he was on the floor. Hey, how, how does JB collect that foul? And all he he's doing is try- it looked like a foul on JB though, man. It looked he- like a jump ball. It looked like a jump ball to no, me. No, I'm not like- saying the one on the floor, but I feel like before Draymond flopped, before they, I feel like he did make contact with him. Oh, to t- t- to me, they didn't I think call it though. To me, I think that's bullshit because, number one, it was a flop by Dre, so that's number one. Number two, all JB was just trying to force a jump ball. 
like <laughs> and, and being aggressive, trying to trying to trying to uh, uh, make the make the defense make the, uh, uh, the the refs make a play, make a call. You have to put the onus on the refs to yes, make okay. a call. You, you can't just you, yes, you you have to take the game to them. You can't you can't hope it comes to you because it will never come to you. It does not work like that. I, I just you. that's man, true. It was just disappointing. And, and it sees again another note I had. Seas aren't getting calls, but the, the nobody. Troubling- I will say this though: in the first half, the restaurant calling shit on either side. They changed the way the game was called, kind of in the second half. But in the first yeah. half, they weren't calling anything. They may be true. They may be true, and, and what you're saying is correct. But guess the, what? They Curry what, got a couple of times the rim. I didn't get anything. And he, but 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 again, those non calls, those non calls. When when it's when it's an obvious uh, offensive foul, but they don't they call blocking, and the ball goes back to Golden State. I mean, it's stuff like that. But C's weren't getting calls, and like you said, uh, uh, neither team was. But C's weren't hitting open shots, like wide yeah. open shots. Hit your shots, guys. You can't Finally, miss wide open shots. Your first three ball was Tatum with four thirty left in the second quarter. Uh, when Wiggins went underneath the screen. And then Horford hit one right after that, after he had missed a couple. Pritchard got three open threes, at least two that were open that I remember, and he didn't make it, which he usually does. And then Derek White, 0 for 3 as well. So between those two, 0 for 6 from deep. Right. Um, and if you add in Grant Williams, who only shot 1-3, 0 for 7. So you didn't get any threes from your bench, which sucked, because they got some contributions from their bench in terms of scoring. Obviously, you know what Jordan yeah. was going to give them, but Gary Payton the second. You know what he does on defense, but finding opportunities to score on cuts and – Another player, it's like everybody that comes to the Warriors adopts this off-ball component. It's amazing. Credit to Coach Kerr and his coaching staff, but also Curry. He kind of like he sets the table with and, and Clay also, his moving off the ball is amazing. Even though he was he was cold in the second quarter, but just overall throughout the game, that's how he still finds freedom, man. Even though he doesn't really have the best on-ball kind of game, creating his own shot, but off the ball, he's as good as they come. GP2, though, was able to hit a three, couple buckets. Jalen Brown, two for ten in the first half even though Tatum had gotten uh, going a little bit. And Curry hit two buckets to end the second quarter to give the Warriors that 51-39 to 39 lead at the half. Jalen was 2 of 10 in the first half, but one of the bigger stories for you guys, bro, you land enough nine turnovers in the first half for 13 mm. Warrior points. Yep, give me your thoughts on the first half as a whole, down 12. Do you think – because you technically won – the second half. So, do you think the first half is the reason you lost, or do you think you you still blew it in the second half? I think they uh, blew it in the third. But um, okay. my ending, my you ending. Blew it in the that third, I, even though you guys took an eleven point lead. Yeah, yeah I mean, sorry, it, you won the quarter by eleven. They could have, they could have, but they ended up w- w- at the end of the uh, third quarter. What was the score? Were they? Uh, was that? Into, well, I guess we should probably just get into the third quarter. Then. No, okay, no. Well, I got some notes. I got some second right, quarter. Right, my bad, my bad. Okay, yeah, so in the third quarter good. after that, it was. So you guys scored. See, I got to do my quick math. Uh, seventy-four points. It was seventy-four uh, to seventy-six, I believe. Yeah, and we seventy-four to seventy-five. 74 and, we, to 75. and we were yeah, so we were down one. We were down one. Down one. Okay, okay so offense to me in the second quarter, uh, how it ended. Offense way too slow for C's. Uh, Dubs, uh, Dubs able to get uh every second second chance possession. Like they were getting a lot of second chance possessions. Um, that was very disheartening. C's offense picks it up a little bit uh, towards the end of the third, end of the second, and then we jump into the third quarter. But you know, Peel hits that lucky uh, buzzer breaker, buzzer beater. But yeah, man, C's yeah. In, in the C's. This is when they showed their ass and when they did their thing. Yeah, I'm, third quarter, third quarter Celtics. That's always been third quarter Warriors. Finally, the yeah. Celtics got a third quarter. So talk about it. Nathan Wong, you are right. Uh, Rob Williams is well, well, go. 
you guys, man, you guys throw that goat term around too loosely, you young people. But uh, <laughs> what is it? Time Lord is is a dude. Uh, C's, C's went on a run, man. They uh, they cut the twelve point lead down to two points with eleven twenty left left in the quarter, uh, and they went on a ten zero run. Like I was super proud of them. I was talking all shit at the bar. I had to deal with some Warriors fans who got very excited in the first half and uh, had to hear their mouth in the first quarter. But then when the third quarter came, they kind of shut the hell up because they knew what time it was. Ball movement was key. Uh, that is why we had we got the lead and in, in, uh, what was it? We're, we're able to sustain it. And it was, um, you know, it was a game of runs because right after we made our run, here comes uh, San Fran with theirs. And Dubs went on a classic dub run just to bring the game back even. So I'm just disappointed in the fact that I really think in that third quarter. When we when we went on that run and then we struggled to score. What did they do to get to get a bucket when they needed it? Another bad three, not not a mid range, not going to the cup, a bad three. And if they, if they just would have just chilled out and just would have took a mid range or drove to the basket, I think they would have had an easier shot and would have kept that run going. Because to me, the way that the way that Golden State looked, like Golden State looked in that third quarter, the way Golden State looked at uh, the end of game one, we don't know what the hell to do. These cats, we are outmatched. They are bigger than us and they are faster than us. That's how they looked in that third quarter. But they totally let Golden State back uh, uh, back on uh, back in the game, and they did not run and hide, run and hide in the third quarter. They should have took that lead and they should have ran and hide. My question is to you, though. Talk about how you guys took that lead. Like, what was it that you guys started doing better? Obviously, Jason Tatum, three three pointers from the top of the key. Not easy shots either. And I thought you, what did you, what do you think? I'm going to tell you my what I thought, but they basically, I just said it. Ball, ball movement. I think ball, ball movement, movement was, yeah, I think that was the, the biggest thing. Like that Celtics uh, uh, basketball since you know back in the uh, uh, 50s and 60s, and that has been a timeless, timeless uh, 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 a technique that the Celtics have that always gets them wins. Ball movement. When you confuse the offense, they don't know where to go. They don't know where the ball is going, and or they don't know who's going to score. That that's how they win, and I think that's how they that's how JT was able to get those open threes in, in, in that quarter. That's why that's how players were open, able. To, maybe one of them was open, but some of those are off the pull. The one, when, one where he was behind the back, behind the back, rise. That's yeah. What I mean. It was pretty. It was pre- it was pretty as hell. But the, when I say open threes, it's kind of like when it's like that one play where where where, where Depoy had Steph on one side and he had I think he had Pool on the other. No, I'm sorry. He had Wiggs on the other, and he was kind of like setting the screen for both of them while JT was able to pull it and, and get an open shot. He right. finds the, he gets those pockets. They went underneath. They went underneath. That was that was almost a moving. I thought that could have been a moving screen though. Like, yeah. He was holding his arms. Maybe complaining about it. Maybe so, and but I'm glad they let that go. It's, it's, it's shitty as the, uh, the non-calls were for them. But it was just like it was so many times where JT can find that little open pocket on the three-point line, and he has space because the defender is trying to get around the screen. Boom, he pulls and he, and he has it. So I just wish J I just wish JB could have contributed more in that quarter because if JB would have contributed more, we could have. Yeah. We could, we would have took off because he he didn't he he tried I mean, to get he had going free throws in the beginning of the quarter that kind of set the wheels in motion and then right kind of missed some but he did make like I thought that the Jays in the third quarter did a good job of what I thought that you guys were doing where you were putting Curry in the pick and roll try to get him switched on to you guys and he mm-hmm. they were switching him onto him and you were drawing the double and they were making plays Marcus Smart open three and then Horford made the three that gave you guys the lead I started to think maybe you guys are going to take him then. Yeah, uh, you know, your ball pressure was elite. Curry was short on all his jumpers. Right. Uh, remember Grant Williams? I thought you guys did in terms of the pick and rolls when Curry tried to get on the ball, 
you guys were still in that drop coverage, but they were doing a good job of being up. It was like they ba- barely were dropping. They were right up there. And they Grant were. Williams did a really good job, smart too, of fighting mm-hmm. over the screens. There was even one time where Grant Williams blocked Curry from behind. Yes, so, that was – and scored on the other end. Like, that play was amazing. He yeah. freaking – and how was that not an end one? You get a clean block, block on Steph, which people rarely get. He runs it full court uh, – uh, uh, what is it, fast break. And then I think it was Looney. He, like, he, he holds off Looney and extends his arm and gets the end. How was that not an end one? Those are the non-calls I'm talking about. But, see, oh, I can't, I can't wait to talk about game six. Go ahead. But – I think one of the biggest reasons why the Warriors didn't actually lose control of the game in the third was Clay Thompson. Even though Curry wasn't hitting, yeah. Clay had 10 points in the third. Mm-hmm. The first was a floater from like the mid range area, left side of the court. And then he started right. finding room, moving off the ball for some threes. And I thought the one quarter, though, with, when you talk about Marcus Smart, I thought the one quarter he was actually really good, though, was the third. I thought he was making plays, mm-hmm. uh, driving to the basket. Oh, he was. Because the Warriors were running you guys off the line. He got to the floater game a little bit at times. Yep. And you guys made plays. 35-24, but as you said, the Warriors took the momentum into the fourth with the Jordan Pool three, and that set the wheels in motion for the Jordan Pool to start a mini pool party in the beginning of the fourth quarter. I thought he right. was doing a good job coming off those screens and getting to his spots, and he even had this really nice mid-range. 14 minutes, 14 points, four for eight from the field, three for six from deep for him, made all his free throws, three for three, and was not too bad on defense. Even though you guys put him in a lot of actions, especially first half, he did enough. He did enough that he was a positive in his minutes. He did it. He did a great amount. I thought the pool was going to be closed. Uh, right now, first. you're missing that depth, Loki. My bad to cut you off. I was saying, I think no, you, you guys are lacking that depth against them. Right oh now. God, yes, because because Ime is scared to play. He's scared to go, you know, anywhere deep off that bench. Like the furthest he'll go is, else, is oh, you want, oh, So you want to Tice? You mad he didn't play? I've been said that. I've been said like Tice. Tice played in game one. Played good for us and hit a three. He, I think that was his first three of the freaking postseason. Like, I would love to see Daniel Tice more. I want to see Daniel Tice more. I'd even like to see that Luke Cornette dude. That dude is really? huge. He's, he's a freaking tree. He's Lee. a freaking tree. I would throw move, his ass out. You think he's going to be able to move out there against these guys? I think he can. Look, look, look. Is, Curry I, gonna be, is he going to be able to contain Curry on that pick and roll? You, it, you're a big man in the NBA. If you're not able to block a point guard, but he's gonna have Coming to come up out with a the perimeter, though. He's gonna have to come up to the perimeter. Like, is he gonna be able to get him no. in the corner? No, God, no. Luke, Luke can't do that. Luke will meet them. Luke, stay your ass in the paint or right by the paint. What happens? If, I, but here's the thing: what happens when a screen is set? High screen. That's what Steph Curry looks for. He's a high ball screen. But that's what I'm saying. But but you won't have to worry about the uh the, the, the high screen if if your big man is all the way. The only person that has to worry about that screen is that initial defender on Steph, that guard. Your big man is not coming up. He has nothing to do with that. He's dropped coverage. So you drop into then Steph's gonna splash threes all day long. No, no, no. Well, oh yeah, that, yeah, I see what you're saying. <laughs> I see what you're saying. But look, get around that screen. Get around get around that screen and have some all I'm I'm just saying. Like I, I just would love to have more paint presence because you know what? We're bigger than them. We have more than just Time Lord yeah, and Lee, Big Al. I feel you, but Little Red Cornet is not the answer to that. That's tight. That's tight. But again, you wouldn't even have to. You wouldn't have to. You wouldn't have to worry about it, and it would not be an issue if you got nothing. If you got something from PP and D White, like PP three did only. He only got what's it called? Five minutes tonight. You think you should get more? With PP, a pay yeah. preacher, yes, he was a minus plus minus too. It wasn't like he was terrible when he was in. Yeah, like and they and you talk about somebody getting ran off the three point. He got ran off the damn three point. Like they were on his ass. They were like, look, we know this little dude can shoot. D 
tee his ass up, and that's what the hell happened. It was horrible, man. Like, like Jay, uh, D, uh, PP couldn't get nothing going, and D White, I mean, at times he looked scared to shoot. At times yeah. he looked scared to shoot. Yeah, I don't, he wasn't really much of an impact tonight, Derek White. Yeah, man. It, 21 it was, minutes, 0 for 4, 1 point. 21 like, minutes. So. I, I, I don't understand. I don't understand. Like You had people saying in, in the um, – uh, what is it in the last round and in game one? Oh, Derek White should have a baby every postseason. He should have a baby every postseason. Ever since he had the baby, da, da, da. that's not true. He had a bad game after he had the baby. But yeah, he's been playing uh, somewhat better since he had since he had his uh, firstborn child. Shout out to him and his family. But his play has been so inconsistent. Like just inc- it's it's almost been it's a microcosm of when he first got here. Huh? Shooting is, I think it's shooting especially, but I feel like yeah. he still makes little plays here and there most times, but tonight, right. not really. But anyway, start the fourth quarter. We talked about Jordan Poole getting going, but Clay hit a three, and that forced a timeout, and they didn't really look back after that. And that was really good relief for them because Curry wasn't in the game. So that was giving that some relief. And then I guess the story of the game now, they put in – you guys didn't go with much time load in the fourth. Somebody told me on Twitter. Is that true? He played 30 minutes tonight, which is the most he's played in, like, the series. I remember seeing him out there. Um, I would have loved to see him put an arm up when uh, when, when uh, Steph was coming to the cup or when um, – what is it? When Wiggs was, was coming to the cup. Like, Wiggs was just – Wiggs was just amazing in that fourth quarter. And he did – I mean, it was one of my notes – I mean, a, a basic easiest note that you could have in that game. It was Wiggs' night. It was yeah. weeks freaking night, and that dude was fucking clowning. Like this, sh- like, Time Lord again. He's still dealing with, it, with with injuries and issues. I understand that, but my man, get a get an arm up, get a hand up, get something up. Like with your size and your in your wingspan, you can de- you can defend almost any shot. Like good, good. So I don't know what that guy was doing. That the guy that commented on my video because I just checked the minutes and Time Lord came in at the nine thirty mark. Actually, right after that Clay three pointer, and when you guys mm-hmm. called timeout in the beginning of the fourth. At the nine thirty mark of the fourth, he came in for Grant Williams, and then he got taken out at the three and a half mark. So he paid half the quarter. So yeah, yeah, I don't know he what was talking about. But I anyway, remember seeing him. Yeah, I was, I was saying I didn't recognize that he was missing or whatever. But let's talk about the main story in that fourth, and that's the Warrior defense on your on the Jays. Gary Payton the second guarding Tatum a lot, and then Wiggins, or both of them basically. Gary Payton the second and Wiggins guarding the Jays. Obviously, they tried to mismatch Hunt a little bit. Sometimes I think they let Curry off the hook in that fourth quarter. Man, Jalen Brown, man, two times in a row he got ripped. One by Gary Payton, one by Steph. Maybe a foul call missed on the Steph one, as we alluded to earlier. And then Jason Tatum forced into an air ball. One of two air balls in the fourth quarter by Wiggins. Obviously, they were letting some hand checking go. And when hand checking, you know, a strong man is hand checking you, mid range is where to go. He had no legs. Air balls that tells you no legs. Yeah, he had a, he had a plenty of air balls. It was sad as hell. And to me, man, you know what? Y'all can slow down with like giving the glove. Glove Jr. all this love because you know what I saw a lot of I saw a lot of jersey pulling I saw a lot of you know hooking the arm I saw a lot of holding uh, uh, holding the other player I saw a lot of trying to grab the elbow like that dude a lot of hooking shit like uh, Glove has good defense I'm glad he, I'm happy he came back from his injury that he sustained against Memphis I'm so glad he's back out there ha- happy for you kudos to you. But you know what, man? I'm not about to just act like he's one of these best. He's one of these great defenders. I mean, my man is little, and he knows how to do sneaky shit that the refs either refs either don't see or aren't trying to call. So I, you know, I'm not, 
I'm not I'm not on him like that. Now somebody now somebody it's it, it, somebody who did it also, but definitely didn't do it as much as him was Wiggs. I liked Wiggs defense tonight because Wiggs locked down damn near everybody he played. Like everybody. His, and it, it was not all some like sneaky dirty shit like like Love Jr. was doing. Yeah, Wiggins was unbelievable defensively, especially on Tatum in that quarter and anybody mm-hmm. he was switched on to. But what was even more impressive were some of the shots he was making, that running push shot that he hit, gave the words, I think, an 11-point lead. Uh, and then he did it again. A couple minutes later, you saw him make that floater from 10 feet, make it a 14-point game. Right. Steph Curry got a couple of buckets, got to the rim one time. I think it was he may have gotten past Marcus Smart. You were talking about how he's looking a little slower in the fourth. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I think also, too, with the Celtics, with, with obviously the Warriors switching everything, that's going to force a lot of iso ball for the Celtics. One of my right. man, shout out to my man CL Owens on Twitter. He was saying they should set more high ball screens. But to me, I, my response was that the Celtics, I'm sorry, the Warriors is going to switch everything. So, but he also said mid post. I agree, but I, in the modern NBA, my standard has been lowered now. That's why I'd be telling y'all my subconsciously lowered my standards about post post anything in the NBA these days. Cause it just doesn't seem cool for them. It's, it's not cool. Well, but it's not cool, but it's still effective. Like, I know, I, I'm being sarcastic. It's stupid fucking yeah. shit, man. You're fucking yeah. sick, hey, like hitting the post. <laughs> right, exactly. Your, your favorite player is Kobe Bryant. You want to dance at the top all the time? Like, come Thank on, you. Thank you. Thank you. Like, but see, that's the thing. That's how Kobe played towards the end of his career. Like, at the end of his career, that's how Kobe did. He did a lot of dancing. Mid-post, or are you talking about the top of the key? Top of the key. He did a lot of dancing up there and mid and, How are we talking, though? Well, um, which Kobe are we talking? Are we talking the one that was winning championships? Because that no, Kobe, I'm talking about late career Kobe. Because late career Kobe, Kobe did a lot of, yeah, he was doing oh, a lot of that. That, that wasn't even that was a shell of himself. Exactly, that. but that's how that's how JT, JT plays like that because well, that's, that's how he good. trained him. You know what I'm saying? And, and luckily, he doesn't do it all the time, but that's how it is. But I think another thing too, I, I saw it was several him. times. I wouldn't say that's how he trained him. He probably trained him like Kobe Bryant in his prime would train him. No, he did not. Dime, you don't remember? Dime, that year that JT, I think it was uh, it was after his rookie season, when he trained with Kobe that offseason, he came back the next year and his jumper was all the way off because he was trying to play like Kobe Bean. Bro- That's like in his I, career, I, Kobe. I, I disagree. I think that, that should do his game off. To me, I think it was because Kyrie Irving was ball hogging and not getting him in rhythm. That's what I think that season. Because I watched, I was with in Massachusetts then. That was my because to me, Tatum still had his moments, but but it was just like I would never credit somebody training somebody to say that he was gonna like like he took some bad shots. But I just remember him sitting in the corner all the time with Kyrie but, that year. But he played like Kobe, you know, what I'm saying in, Co- in late in, in, a Kobe. Neg- in a negative sense. He played like Kobe, not in a negative or positive sense. He played like Kobe, like later later years Kobe, because that's the person who trained him. If he got trained by prime Kobe, like championship Kobe. The mind Kobe, is still the same, though, to me. The mind say is, what? The mind is still the same in the footwork. Like, to me, the only thing with Kobe in the, at the end was he had no elevation on his jump shot anymore. That, but again, you, you what's the main the main difference between Kobe that and this is what all, with almost every player that's explosive. The difference between Kobe at the at the end of his career or prime Kobe. What's the main difference? Explosiveness. He didn't train. He didn't teach JT explosiveness because he didn't have explosiveness anymore. He had an old man game. And the bad part is JT took that. And he ran with it, and it messed his game up the, the following year. All I'm saying is, it's sad as hell because in the first half, of, in the first half of this game, he's got Steph Curry on him a dime, and instead of like, and they're and they're on the block, and what does he do? Instead of taking advantage of Steph on him on the block, he takes Steph out to the three point line, 
and tries to get a three from there. Like, dude, what the hell? You, you literally were just on the block. That's the easier shot. And then, of course, he either does that on his own or the double team comes, so they make him go out to the three-point line, and then he still, he has a double team, so he has a kick. I, I just, man, take advantage of your height. Y'all did it in the games that you won and won in game one, in game three. In those games that you won, you, you did that. Do it again. Take advantage of your height. They didn't do it tonight. And Steph Curry and the boys made them pay. Steph with, with a couple assists late in the game. Gary Payton with a little floater as well. He had a great scoring night. And then Wiggins is dunk and Clay Thompson's three-pointer. Yeah. Put yeah. the exclamation point on this one. The Warriors take it and win the fourth quarter, 29 to 20, win the game 104 to 94 to take a 3-2 lead. They set, showed a graphic before the game that in the best of seven finals with the series tied at two, the winner in game five wins 73% of the time. I said Warriors in seven before the series. I said tonight the winner of the series wins. As you can see by the title of the video, I think the Warriors sealed their – not sealed their championship tonight, but I think they got them. But – We've seen crazier things, especially in regards to this Warriors team. Mm -hmm. So how do you feel about me saying that? Um, do you think I'm saying something crazy or what, what, what's up? What you think? Well, I mean, you, you made a pick before the series even started and your pick looks pretty good now. So, I mean, I get you saying that I'm just looking at this picture that I took this graphic third quarter, 19 to four points by C's. Good God. By the but, way. Oh, man. Yeah. I'm just I'm just tripping off that quarter. But yeah, man, I can see you you going that way. That was your pick. Embarrassing to lose to the Warriors when Steph shot. Oh, oh for nine. Oh, it's embarrassing. Boozer uh basketball podcast that probably nobody's listen listens to. Check it out. It's funny that you say that. <laughs> that's my family right there. That's your that's your family. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, but, <laughs> no, 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 no. But you can talk shit because he's been literally chirping you since the freaking last live. So he's okay, a hate fan. He's bitter that the Celtics beat him. Oh, he's a cold fan. I feel sorry for him. Here's the thing: um, what he what he fails to mention, and it, you know, this is um, this is uh, what, what's it called? Uh, Generate not history, but uh, uh, you know, Monday morning quarterback. You don't want to mention the fact that we're playing in San Fran, and you got how many phantom calls in that game? In I mean, non calls that kept your momentum going. I, I Fuck out of here, uh, Dubs fan. Fuck out of here. You mean cold fan? Cold and Dubs fan because he's a Dubs fan right now. So cold hey, and Dubs fan. I'll tell you this, man, about cold Dubs. I also think too, just sound like a beer. I think it's you know it's easy to say that because Steph shot poorly, but I think part of the reason why Steph shot poorly was because he let guys eat in the beginning of the game and wasn't aggressive. And I don't really think he found any rhythm the whole game. And you mm -hmm. know when Steph's shooting a ton of jump shots, it's hard to get a rhythm only shooting jump shots. How many easy looks did he get? How many times did he even get to the foul line? Three times. You feel me? Well, he shot three free throws. So I feel like it's easy to get out of rhythm that way. But but as a result, though, everyone else ate. So it's not that easy to me. Yeah. To, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's what makes the Warriors so great is because Curry moves without the ball so much and he doesn't dilly-dally on the ball like Luka, Harden, LeBron's of the world. He makes quick decisions. Yeah. Ball, ball flows and the players yeah. flow. And that's why they have this – he makes everyone better, like straight up. And I think that tonight's a good yeah. example of that. Yeah. So I'm not going to even go that far, but he is right in one sense that it's if, if Jalen and Jason Tatum, I mean, efficiency wise, like Jason Tatum, I guess, should we get into the stats before or we want to conclude on anything with this game? Well, yeah, uh, but well, Wiggins, I go by back. the way, my player of the game. Oh, I shouldn't say that yet. My well, bad. Go by far, it. by far. But um, well, damn, I just had a point with Steph. What you were saying about Steph making players better, uh, moving out the ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but here's the thing, you know, yeah, he did all those things and he does those things. But once you credit credit to C's defense, 
Like they were, they were bound and determined to not let not let him go off for forty three points again, and it looked like that in the first quarter. So I mean, gives these a uh, uh, defense, uh, gives a uh, Celtic defense and props. You know, what I'm saying Tatum and Brown need to learn how to dribble this offseason and stop turning the ball over. You know what, uh, Boozer, a uh, basketball pod, you got a uh, your team's is trash. We beat them, but you're <laughs> you're so right. I've been said it. I mean, when you're on a fast break, and you got Max Struess in front of you, Max fucking Struess in front of you and you can't break his ass down and either lay it up on him pretty or dunk on dude. Something's wrong with you. So you're right. They need to work on some goddamn ball handling. You ain't lying. Anyway. I respect you. I respect you too, uh, 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 Boozer Basketball Podcast, even though Miami Cold is trash. No, they're, not, <laughs> they're not trash. You just, you know, you ain't got no talent for real. <laughs> anyway, let's get into the stats. The Another big reason you guys lost 18 turnovers to the Warriors six. That's going to do it. You turn the ball over 12 more times. The other team, you're going to, that's going to yeah. do it. And Always. that's what it really comes down to. So I guess we're going to go to the losing box score first from the foul line. Celtics 21 for 31. That is no good. And four of those misses came from your best player, Jason Tatum, three point shooting 11 for 32 started shooting better after the initial cold spell, but not. Too but yeah. I want to go back. I want to talk about the turnovers real quick because the turnovers just pissed me off on so many levels. They were literally the same turnovers that they had in game two and in game four. It was just, you're, we're going to force you to take a bad pass. We're going to force you to overextend your dribble. We're going to force you to mess up. And they, and they fell for it every time. Let me do the JT little hook pass off in the middle of the damn court. You got three different Warriors that can pick the shit off. It looks like Brett Favre trying to throw a fucking trying to throw passes in his late, late stages in his career, throwing across his body in the middle of the damn field. He wonder why they get picked off. Like that is what the Celtics did time and time and time again. And Marcus did that a lot. Like I hate when I see Depoy do it because Depoy knows how to hold on to the ball and he knows how important. Not turning the ball, turning the ball, uh, he turns the ball over, over a lot, don't you think, Marcus? I know, but 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 when I see him do it, I, it, it makes me upset because he knows that's what he can't do as a point guard, You're and right. the team knows that. that. Yeah. So oh, look at the box scores. I already talked about the bench players. You didn't get much. Grant Williams, sixteen minutes. Do you guys? Do you think you should give Grant Williams and Payton a little bit more minutes because Tatum and yes. Jalen were gassed at the end, bro? They need yes. to get a little bit more of a breather. I don't yes. think a steady diet of forty-two yes. plus minutes every game, even though they're young. It's like. They're losing. I'm gonna tell, yeah, I'm gonna tell you somebody else who needs to get get minutes, and I've been a fan of this dude. So it was it was it was between Don't say little red cornet. No, <laughs> it was between Romeo Langford and He's not on the team anymore though. It's, it was between Romeo Langford and Aaron Naismith about who was going to stay on the team. It was between those two. I like both of them. I thought Romeo could have been a great two-way player for us, but they went with Naismith. I like Naismith as well. I think Naismith should get more minutes when he takes a shot. If you look at what he shoots now, his shot normally does not go in because he's not comfortable shooting because he doesn't thing. he doesn't get minutes like that. Now in the regular season he got minutes, but in the postseason he has his minutes have dropped. But that's my thing. You're not gonna. You're never. He's never gonna throw out Aaron Neesmith in the do or your season's on the line in the finals. He's just, it's not gonna happen. You know what I'm saying? I get, that. I, 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 I get that. I get that. But Aaron Neesmith played starter minutes this season. When, when yeah, Cats were, this is a different game, my friend. I get it. it. I get it. I get it. But what the what? What's the only way you make somebody comfortable? Is you put them out there in them situations? Yeah, you but you cost, I think you guys. I wouldn't. If I were a coach, I just personally wouldn't do it because I think that you guys can still win the game without 
Even if Tatum and Brown play heavy minutes, you guys could still win because you're at home. But I again, think yeah. they're handedly next game, honestly. Oh, oh yeah, we're gonna beat the brakes off them. Like you, you, we're gonna get we're gonna get all those calls that the Dubs got tonight, and then some in next game. So I ain't worried about it. But the thing about it is, is that I want to see Aaron get those minutes because number one, he needs that to feel comfortable. Number two, it'll it'll negate what, what you just said, JT and JB being fucking gas at the end of the game. Yeah, like, well, Grant Williams and Peyton for sure because they're already in the rotation. I think Derek White's minutes distribution is fine. As for your starters tonight, they all played 30-plus minutes. The Time Lord played 30 minutes, 10 points, 8 rebounds, 2 assists on 4-5 shooting. Yeah, not bad. That's Al Horford, I thought, was pretty quiet. 9 points, 9 rebounds on 3-for-6 shooting, 2-for-3 from 3. I just felt like he just didn't get many shots, you know? He didn't, he didn't keep going. Offensively and, and I didn't see him, like, put in many actions on defense at all. And then – so that's probably on purpose, though. They don't want to put him in actions. But they should they, – weirdly, I feel like they should have done more because – Mm -hmm. He was the one they were getting all the Steph Curry was getting all those good looks on last game, so that was weird. But right. maybe I have to go back and watch the film. They still won, so it doesn't really matter. And then say that, say that again yeah. about what? What about last game? Like that was when Curry was getting his most success was putting Horford in the pick and roll, and he was dropping too deep because the uh, time lord. Yeah. The time yes, lord definitely are a lot better because he's so long and athletic. He's he covers so much ground when he springs forward and jumps forward. Right, but Horford was getting burned on those on that screen and roll last game. So right, right. Um, Hold on, drop drop this uh, drop the uh, stats. I'll be right back. I got you, Marcus Smart, ladies and gentlemen. O talked about it. His efficiency was good. Twenty point seven for fifteen from the field and three for six from three. But the thing about the Celtics is Smart, Tatum, all these guys. They started getting really frustrated with the officials in the fourth quarter, and I thought they started pouting, and their body language wasn't good, and the frustration was seeping in. And it was like, they almost like, oh, I want to go back to Boston where I get my nice calls. But Horford even was telling Smart to calm down. He got a technical in the fourth. So they kind of lost their composure and showed their inexperience a little bit tonight in terms of this moment, being this close. Because you don't have much room for error now. And then the Jays, Jalen Brown, you know, he had a great uh, game three. But this, and he was better, and he wasn't bad last game. He played better than Tatum, but didn't come up big in the fourth. And he didn't come up big in the fourth again tonight. 18 points for him, nine rebounds, four assists, turned the ball over five times. He's had a turnover problem all playoffs. Five for 18 from the field, 0 for 5 from deep. At least he went 8 of 10 from the line. That's been a problem for him is shooting his free throws this last couple games, but at least he took care of that. Tatum, it looked like it was shaping up to be his best game of the finals, but again, just no close there. 27 points, 10 rebounds, four assists, four turnovers though, so as many turnovers as assists. 10 for 20 from the field, 5 for 9 from deep, but 2 for 6 from the line. Uh, give me your thoughts on your star player before we move on to Golden State. Man, I just – he showed me so much in uh, in that third quarter. Like, he, he heated up. He was heating up. He started to cook. Um, he was feeling it. And then when, you know, uh, when a call, you know, didn't go their way or they couldn't score from, you know, those easier shots they were getting from three – you know they didn't. They didn't. They didn't push the issue. They didn't go to the cup. He didn't go to the cup, and that's that's the thing that disappointed me with him. I thought he played great, uh, especially in. The, I thought he played great in the third quarter. The rest of the game, he played like crap. And his horrible starts. I don't understand why he keeps having these bad starts, but he has got to get the fuck over it. I mean, Br uh, Brown started two for thirteen. He wasn't there when uh, when Tatum needed him. I mean, he wasn't, and that's from uh, um, you know Boozer Basketball uh, Podcast. You are one hundred percent correct. He he was not there. Uh, uh, JB was not was not there for him. But I, I needed Tatum to go off, and he just didn't. He just didn't. And I really one wish for, his. One I for really six in the fourth quarter. 
I just wish his his side, his 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 cohort, cohort, his co-host, his number one teammate, you know, JB had his back, and that did not happen. Yeah, it's, it, I feel like they struggled to have. I think the closest was Game Three, but they struggled to have a good good night in the same game in this playoff in this finals. Right, right. I mean, they're, all they're doing right now is is proving that narrative right of all the people. Like, like if if, if I mean, you're, you're two games away from winning the championship, so I don't think that. I think that narrative is dead and buried, personally. Oh no, people, bro. When they, if they if they if they lose this final, that's what they'll say. Oh, oh you gosh. can't. That not everybody will say that. Not everybody will say that. But when people try to make a make a hot take, they'll they'll still say that. Look, see, they couldn't get it done. The Jays can't play together. We thought they could, but see. They just did what they just. Well, we don't listen to nonsense, dude. You you have a great, bright future with this team. Um, but let's let's go with the Warriors so box score. Uh, so from from the foul line, they only shot fifteen free throws as we addressed. I don't think they went to the rim enough, but still didn't get calls sometimes. Thirteen for fifteen from the line, eighty-seven percent from three. They shot eight more threes than you guys, so that's part of the thing we were talking about, where they mm. shot more threes. Nine for forty did not shoot well, twenty-two and a half percent, but they shot great from two, and that's because they move without the ball and get all those baskets on cuts and. You know, 41 for 88 from the field as a team, 46.6%. And that's 13 more shots, by the way, than your Celtics got in the game attempted. So there you go right there. The rebounding battle, 47 to 39 in favor of you guys, weirdly. Yeah, so you guys crazy. actually got more rebounds because I think it's because they shot 13 more times. Right. But, hey, man. And, 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 and the rebound advantage was, was, uh, was negated by the fucking all the damn turnovers. Exactly. Correct. Good point. And so let's go to – I already talked about Poole, 14 points in 14 minutes. Gary Payton Jr., though. Actually, I'm going to go to Looney first. 17 minutes for him, one for two, two points. He was plus 12, four rebounds, three assists, but he would he committed three fouls right away, so it took him out of the game. But he still gave him some decent minutes. But Gary Payton the second was just awesome. 26 minutes, six for eight from the field, 15 points, five rebounds and three steals, one of which was the one on Jalen Brown that I talked about in the fourth. 15 points for Gary Payton is just huge. 29 points between him and Poole. Uh, 31 off the bench total because Kevon Looney scored once. Then the starters. Otto Porter only played 15 minutes. Two points, one for three. And then the big four. Draymond Green. Eight points, eight rebounds, six assists, a steal. Only two turnovers. Three for six on the field. He shot two threes and missed them both. But he made both free throws. Very solid night at the office for Draymond. And then the big three of this series. Clay Thompson, 21 points, 7 for 14 from the field, and 5 for 11 from deep. And he was awesome, I thought, especially in the second half. And then Steph Curry, 16 points, 3 rebounds, 8 assists. I still think he played decent defense and let people eat, even though he didn't shoot well. Still had 8 assists. I don't think – the scoreboard to me tells the bigger story. I don't think he was terrible. I just think he didn't shoot well um, because they won the game for a reason. And if you're telling me that they win without Steph Curry, I don't believe you. I think if you took Steph Curry off the game, they don't win. No, not at all. But I tell you one thing that give again, I'll say it before, I say I said it once, I'll say it again. Celtics defense, gotta give them props. Yeah, for the curry job for sure. Yes, sir. And then I was actually gonna ask this question that Boozer suggested next, but we're gonna end it on Andrew Wiggins, the man of the hour. Unbelievable mm -hmm. performance yet again. He had, I believe it was sixteen rebounds and seventeen points last game. Mm -hmm. Twenty-six and thirteen, a straight up shack stat line. 12 for 23, and he missed all his threes. All his baskets were mid-range or going to the rim, 43 minutes, and guarding the best player. The condition that this guy's in, the level that he's played at in the playoffs, he was unreal tonight. How annoying has he been as a Celtics fan? Um, he, he's been 
Wait, wait, which one are you talking about, Dre, or which one are you talking about? Wiggins, just how good he's, how well he's played. Because he's has annoyed he, a lot of teams. Has he been Dallas annoying? And Memphis. I, I, I'll tell you one thing. I am, um, I, I, I'm in awe. I, he's he's having the game that I thought that everybody told me Poole was going to have. He, he's just like, you know, Poole was going to do this. Poole was going to do that. Now, Poole ain't done shit. The, pool, the pool's been closed. He's had a decent, he's had a decent final, but Wiggs, is just like taking his game to another level, like showing you this is why I was an all-star starter. You he's been the second-best cl- player on this team all season. I mean, in the playoffs, though, it's easy. He's the second-best player on the team. Literally, literally. Yeah. So, like, you know, I mean, I don't – to me, there was a couple of players that uh, that should have got most improved player in the year. Damn sure shouldn't have been John Moran because he's – I don't even have a jumper yet still. But one of the players that uh, should be either – should have gotten it or highly considered – is uh, that man Andrew Wiggins? Because I'm just I'm just proud of his game. He has been a, he has been excellent. He has been excellent this series. Well, I think he's also been better because we expect less of him. You know what I mean? No, I mean, but but true. But you you you've ex- you've expected more now because he's literally the best scorer they have besides Steph. You know he's carrying. I don't think he's, Steph. A, better I don't think he's a better scorer than Poole. I think so. He's he's actually doing it. Like Poole's well, not doing can, it. Like to me, that's because he can stay on the floor because of his defense. Poole can't yeah. stay on the floor because of his defense. Yeah. You know so it's man? just like you know, all around. Like, I, yeah, I all I, around. I think he's been the second best player on the team. Yeah, I need I need to be I need you to be a two way player. I just can't have you being one dimensional. You're one dimensional. I can't I can't use you every possession. Somebody like Wiggs, I can use you every fucking possession. Yeah. And, and that's why he has very few. And that's why he has very few bad games because he does it on the defensive end first, and that's how you play in the playoffs. Those are the players you need to win. And right. the guys that guard the best players, that you can never get enough of those kind of guys. The Michael Coopers, the Dennis Johnsons, Andrew Wiggins mm-hmm. now falls into this category. So. Yes, sir. DJ. Yes, sir. Twenty-two yeah. point up turnovers for the Dubs. Uh, let's talk about Game Six now because the Warriors got yeah. it done. Now the pressure's right on Boston. Him. I think you guys are going to win it. I think you're going to see three pointers go in. I think Tatum and Jalen will finally have a good game together. I think Curry will also have a better game. But uh, are you worried about Game Six, Clay? That's a valid question. I'm not. Uh, I see that you know Boozer Basketball Podcast asked that question. I am not scared about Game Six, Clay. You know why? Because this is not 2017. This isn't 2017. This isn't 2018. This isn't 2016. I'm not worried about that Clay. That Clay that that, that we have right now that Game you all six, have Clay, though, showed up against. Was it the Memphis Grizzlies this year? He showed up. Oh, it was the Memphis Grizzlies, <laughs> like a team that was missing their superstar and couldn't shoot. You know what I'm saying? So I mean, you only got what two people on this shoot that could, the team that can shoot Brooks and Bain. So I wasn't too much. Uh, I wasn't too impressed with that. So to me, I I don't think I, I got to see Clay do it. I'm not scared. You know, if this was old Clay pre injuries, then yes. But this Clay right now, no, I ain't worried about it, man. I just I, I like you said. I, this, this is my analysis for Game Six. We win and we win big. I see us winning by at least 15 points, at least 15. All shots that we couldn't hit tonight, they will go the fuck in. Also, too, um, what is it? All, like I said, all the calls that we didn't get, and all the momentum calls, and all the home calls, we will get all of those. All I of agree those. with that, and that's part of the reason why I'm going with you guys. I think Al's gonna have a good game, um, and. Hopefully, for your guys' sake, Wiggins will have a bad game for once because he's been ridiculous. Oh, but right, please, I think I think uh, you guys will take it. I, it would be really devastating to lose at home, lose the championship at home, because I don't think you guys have lost a championship at home since freaking nineteen eighty-five, dude. Yeah, yeah, That's but crazy. I mean. That's true. That's true. Like to have, oh yeah, to lose and the celebrate lose there. Like that's not that yeah. didn't happen much. The people celebrating yeah. Boston because yeah. Russell and them had this like 
Exactly. You know, they exactly. would not let it happen. So no, and they, and they and that's what they're supposed to do. When you have home court advantage, you are not here to watch someone celebrate on your floor. Like we're not here for that bullshit on no level. But um, I really uh, I don't see that happening. I um, the NBA wants a game six. They seven. will. I mean, a game seven. They no, will I want a game seven, man. I'm rooting for you guys next game. I, I want seven. Bad. Yeah. I said it was going to go for seven for the first time since 2016. I think this finals is about setting up to be the best finals since 2016. But yeah. weirdly, they said no games have been decided within single digits yet. So that disappoints me. I want single digits. Right, right. And I mean, but uh, just because, I mean, just because uh, uh, the games, I mean, last year didn't go to a game seven. That don't mean that's, that finals wasn't good. That finals, that was a great final, you know. It was a great finals, but the first three games were whack, but the last three games were really good. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So, I mean, to me, uh, I really – yeah, you're right, because they were closer games. The other ones were blowouts. It was a great final. Um, we Sometimes we get duds on finals. This year we did not get one. Nope. So, again, I see the C's. Uh, Adam Silver is in health and safety protocols. Yeah, my man got COVID. Uh, but I see the C's winning big. Uh, they, will, they will do their thing, and it will be a game seven. NBA wants that. They will get it. The only thing now is now since you couldn't take care of business – in Cali, you have to go back to Cali. So, like Biggie, yeah, he's go. going, know, going. And, and you, know back, back. you know what I was thinking too? It's weird. Um, I've been, you know, I don't think about how much the travel is from LA to or yeah. California to Boston for these yeah. finals. Yeah, that's why they changed the format. To, that's why they changed the format to two, three, two to, to have less travel. Yeah, it's brutal, man. I, I mean, I'm yeah. used to that flight, so it's it's tough. So yeah, that flight is no joke. I mean, I, I remember taking it uh, uh, back in the day. It's worse coming this way. It's worse coming going that way. It's easier. I love. Okay, it. you think yeah. so? Yeah, yeah. No, I know so. I tell you what, what flight uh, since we talked about that, that always that threw me off on how far it was was uh, L.A. to uh, Hawaii. Have you ever done yeah, that? Yeah. Six hours, bro. Like, and it's a long. It seemed like it was longer to, to get from LA to Hawaii than it was to get from uh, Massachusetts LA. to damn LA. Like, what yeah. the hell? But I anyway, understand it. Hey, man. Oh, I really appreciate all the lives you've been able to join us late in Central Time uh, for your Celtics, man. You've been a, a shit starter. People have asked me to come back. Uh, I'm looking forward to more next season. But man, let them know where they can find you, and you know, appreciate you for these lives, man. It's been a great, great postseason together. Dime, yo, I um finding you on Twitter, finding you on Twitter. I think Twitter Spaces has been one of the ma- most amazing things that Twitter has done to that app because since they put that out, I found amazing people like yourself who have, oh, you know, you're more than welcome, man, who have a plethora of knowledge on this game. Like, again, no one your age is taking the time to watch every game that has happened you know, before years before they were born, like you're literally trying to catch up. What year are you on right now? Still, but we're going to kick it into gear after the series ends. You best believe 71 right now doing ABA and NBA. So, whoa, damn. Yeah, if man, I was you, if I was you, I would just do NBA and go back to ABA. No, 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 no stones left unturned, my friend. This is good because mm-hmm. it, it overlaps. Like it's, 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 it's happening at the time. You know, I got to take it in like I was there. And if yeah. I was there, the ABA is still a thing in the 70s. So, right, right. Oh, it just, um, I saw that you were talking to somebody about this too. Real talk, the ABA is back. I'm actually having a gentleman. He lives here in St. Louis. I think his name is, uh, I think his name is uh, uh, Nicholas or Theodore. I just met him the other day when I took my daughter to the dentist. He had an ABA shirt on. I asked him about that. He said, yeah, the league is back. I'm like, what? Yes, uh, St. Louis has a team, and there's several teams throughout the country. So check your local listings, y'all, and uh, uh, look out for them that, that ABA team. But, yeah, man, these lives have been amazing. I love coming on your podcast. This is so much fun. Um, I love doing it after the games. Y'all can find me at O oh, the Great, O-T-H-A, Great on Facebook, 
uh, Twitter where I'm on the most. Uh, that's where I'm at. Uh, what is it? <laughs> he loves when I say that. It's high off the glass. Uh, you see the, uh, the spelling of it right here in the top uh, right-hand corner. High off the glass. The is spelled T-H-A, just like, oh, the great. You can find me, find that on Facebook. You can find that on IG. And I'm on Twitter with that as well. Uh, what is it? Um, my show is on YouTube. Please subscribe to High Off the Glass on YouTube. Listen, listen to it there, wherever you listen to podcasts. Dude. It's uh, this may be the last one of the 2021 2022 season for us because game six, I will be at a another live event, open concept, same place here in St. Louis, 4130 Manchester Avenue here in St. Louis. If you guys are close, come on out this Thursday. I'm doing another live show, uh, not a live show. I'm going to do a live watch party. We're going to watch the, the game live. So I will not be back for game six, but I cannot wait to come back when you do Summer League and when you do NBA. No Maybe if I do, if the only content I have on Summer League is if I'm going, but oh, either, okay. either gonna be history okay. content or reacting to free agency. Dr. J, Dr. Blog, J, Bay, history you know I mean? or reactive friends. Yeah, but I'm, I'm telling you, I, summer league is a summer league is great. And if you, I, I, matter of fact, I might have you uh, come on my show when we do a show about uh, summer yeah, league. I'm down. I got. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to get out there. Yeah, because I'm telling you, out there. So actually, that's a good. That's a great point because you know how um, Sham Sharani, uh, how he made all his connections. Sham Sharani, what going to summer league? Going to summer league. That's how he Damn. made all his connections. Yep. Damn. Yes, sir. So all right, my guy. Well, spot for you. Thanks to everybody who joined. I appreciate you guys as always. Remember, guys, to comment on the video after it's done for the algorithms. Let's get them going. Let's get this video to 300 views at least. Uh, my boy's still repping his C's always. It's going to be a fun series. We'll be back for game six. Make sure to comment on the video right after it ends, please. Appreciate you guys. Make sure to turn the notification bell on as well to know every time I'm going live. Good night, Season everybody. Season seven. And peace. Season seven.